Good morning. Welcome to Bethlehem Lutheran Church, where God has called and gathered us here. The Old Testament reading for the second Sunday after Trinity is from Proverbs chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in the town. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, Come, eat of my bread, and drink with the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live, and walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. This is the word of the Lord. The Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. I love you, O Lord, my strength. For you save a humble people. This God, his way is perfect. For this I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. Him. A man once gave a banquet and invited him. 
And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done, and still there is work. And the master said, you, None of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I wish I could hear all of your answers because I'm sure they would be very interesting. It would tell me quite a bit about you. That would be a little bit easier of a question for me to answer. Why should you trust God? Well, our intro, it gives us the answers to that question. You should trust God because he rescued you. Because he delights in you. Because his word proves true. He rescued you just as he just rescued Adam. He rescued you when you died, he died on the cross for your sin. In order to ensure that things like baptism would be effective. And he did this because he delights in you, because he wants you, because he likes you. Because he loves you purely. And we know those truths from his word. Because his word stands true forever. Listen again to our intro for today. Hear about the truth of why we should trust this God. The Lord was my support in the day of my calamity. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. For you save a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. For this I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations, and sing to your name. The Lord is my support in the day of my calamity. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me, because he delighted in me. So again, I ask, why should you trust God? First and foremost, because he rescued you. Long before you were born, he knew the dire straits that you were going to be in. He knew that you were going to be born and conceived in sin. There was going to be such a part of you that there was nothing that you were going to be able to do that you were going to be born spiritually dead because of the original sin inside of you. 
And he knew then that as you lived your life, you would continue to commit sins. You would continue to go out and do evil. He was not satisfied with that situation. So, therefore, long before you were born, he came down to be one of us, to pay for your sin. He came down and he took on human flesh. He came down and he spent decades with us, teaching us. And ultimately, he came to die on the cross, to shed his blood in order that you would not have to shed yours. He took the punishment for the sin of the entire world upon you. Upon him. In order to ensure that you would have to suffer that punishment. And this is just all that he did long before you were born. What about what he does even now? What about what he just did for everyone? When he came to her through that water and through the word and rescued her from sin and death. You just now saw God save someone through the water and the word. And hopefully that reminds you that he did the exact same thing for you. That he came down and washed you clean of the sin that you were born with. That he gave to you the spirit that will continually wash you clean of your sin and it will continually strengthen the faith inside of you that you so desperately need to receive the forgiveness of your sin. That he continually gives you his word which continually reminds you of what he's done for you. Continually assures you, gives you confidence in the truth that he speaks to you. That he even gave his very own body and blood for you to use as nourishment for your soul and your body, to strengthen and sustain you in this world of darkness and sin. So in the past he came to die on the cross for you, even now he still comes for you through his word and his sacrament, which means that you can be sure of the truth that the day will come when he will rescue you once more. But he will come and bring you to be with him forever so that you never need to be rescued again. That he will come one more time. So that when you die in this world, comes and brings you to be with him and rescue. brings all of us to be with him, as well as those who are even now resting with him. He will come and rescue you again. And he does all of this because he delights in you, because he likes you and loves you and wants you. And perhaps we see this nowhere clearer than the truth that God created you. 
and in the truth that God decided that you needed to exist. That God wanted you to exist. That He doesn't just create you and then leave you in the dark. He gave you His image. Made you look somehow like Him. Where you would be born, where you would be born. All to give you a life that would lead you to be with Him. And He even gives you your present circumstances right now. And perhaps it's a little bit hard for us to hear right now, because the present circumstances are pretty rough. Whether you want to talk about the virus that's still rampaging, whether you want to talk about the social unrest that's going on in our country right now, or whether you just want to talk about that we're getting a little bit tired being in a vacancy and having things thrown off because of that. Yet, we recognize the truth that it is our Lord in control, that it is our Lord just organizing everything and controlling everything to work for the good of those who love Him, which means to work for the good of you who have faith and trust in Him. You can be confident of that truth, that even when everything looks dark and bad, with not much hope for the future, that He will give you that future. That ultimately you know what the end result will be, but that you even know that all of the things that are going on right now, and that all of the things that will happen in the future, will somehow end up working out for your good. Even now, he is still continuing that act of creation inside you. He is even now purifying you of the sin that is inside of you, making you into a better person. Right now, you are already a saint. You have already been sanctified by Christ. Which means that you can actually do good things. That you can actually be good in Christ. He has given you the power to go out into this dark world and do good. And of course we recognize that as much as that power to do good is inside of us, that that new Adam that God is creating us to be is inside of us. And so is that old Adam, which is continually trying to drag us down. And we know that those two will be fighting for the rest of our lives. But don't let that fight scare you out of trial. Recognize the truth that God is working inside of you and is giving you the power to do the good works that He has commanded and prepared for you to do. Best of all, recognize the truth that one day He will finish His completion of you. He will finish His creation of you, and that you will be the perfect person that he's desired from the beginning. That he will create you and perfect you in such a way that you will no longer be able to sin and that you will no longer want to sin. 
that you will be exactly the child of God that he wants you to be. Because he loves you. He cares about you. And he proves this to us time and time again. And it's good, right, and salutary for you to look back on your life and to see the places where he has proved this to you. To think about the times where the promises that he made to you were fulfilled. And of course we can see that clearly in baptism and in his word and in the Lord's Supper. But even just thinking about how he has arranged your history to bring you to faith, to bring you to him. It's good to reflect on that. Because it is good to reflect on the truth that you should trust God because His Word proves true. That His Word is right. That God is faithful to His promises. He shows you this sort of outside of your life in the Word. When He shows But he also has shown it in your lives. Through the word and sacrament. But even in your lives, he continues to care for you and provide for you as he has promised to do. Which means then that you can be confident that he will continue to do so. That he will continue to be faithful to the promises that he makes to you in the future. Perhaps one of the easiest places that we can see this is that his teachings have stood the test of time. Ever since the very beginning, the teachings of God have been with us. And they remain with us, even right now, at this time in history, when the Word of God is more available to people than it ever has been. You can be confident that it will remain available. One way... Or another. And you can be confident that his word and the teachings contained inside and the truths of the history that our world has gone through is true and good. That the things that he has to tell you are actually the right things. You can see this simply because almost every single nation in the world somehow or another bases its laws on the Ten Commandments, specifically the second table there, showing us that there is something that is inherently good and right and true about our Lord and His teachings. And it is for these reasons, this truth, that God rescued you, delights in you, and because He is faithful to His Word, that we therefore praise our Lord. We call out to Him in prayer because we know that He has proven that He is trustworthy and that He will hear you and answer you. Because He has in the past, because He continues to care about you, because He promised to in His Word. We sing and praise Him because He has proven the trustworthiness of Himself. We even go out and do the good works that he has prepared for us. 
because we know of the good works that he has done for us already. Because we know that through those good works, we will be able to be and faithful, and that he delights in all Ultimately, we believe not because of vague hopes or fanciful wishes. We believe because our God has proven that he is trustworthy. He proved it when he died on the cross for you. He proved it when he came to you in baptism just as he came to heaven just moments ago. And he will prove it again when he comes takes us from this world to be with him forever. And you are free to rest secure and confident in that faith, in that trust, knowing that he will prove himself trustworthy and loyal yet again. Now may the peace which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus.